0: Welcome to a new episode of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. I'm your host, Nermeen Jassani, and today is going to be an interesting podcast release day. I am releasing two episodes, and they are both related on scaling your law firm sustainably. So this first part, the part that you're listening to right now, is going to be for your hourly rate. Your flat fee, fixed fee law firms. The second part is going to be for the percentage fee attorneys. Obviously, personal injury. You know, insurance practices on the plaintiff side, um, and a few other practice areas. So let's get into today's episode on scaling sustainably for non-personal injury offices, basically. So here's the facts, the hard facts, the hard truth that people don't tell you. And it's that there's one thing that burns you out. One thing, one thing only. And that one thing is not what you think it is. That one thing is people. You either have too many clients and having too many clients means too much drama, too many consults, you're running from court meetings to consults and not having enough time to even eat or go to the bathroom in between. Or you have team problems. So and so didn't get this document drafted, your admin is out. Uh, this new person that you hired isn't working out and totally sucks you need to hire for this other role you need to train this new attorney this new paralegal etc cetera, etc cetera. so people are the one thing that will constantly burn you out in your law firm and it's either that you have too many clients and not enough team members helping you or You've got team members who are not the right fit for you or for your practice, and you're going to constantly be bumping into these problems until you actually, by the way, listen in all the way through this episode so that you can figure out what it is that is your sweet spot for people, people being clients and people being your team. So what does what doesn't actually burn you out in your practice automations they don't burn you out working with a consultant typically isn't going to work you out we meet twice a month that's not burning you out working with a budget or creating your financial budget it might stress you out for like maybe 2 months while you're trying to figure out your taxes and what you owe and and what expense is actually in the category of marketing versus contractor like that stuff might stress you out for a little bit but it's certainly not going to burn you out because that is really motivated by like end of year tax time. You know, it's it's marked on the calendar and you know when those things are gonna happen, so you know to anticipate for the extra stress that's gonna come with that. Maybe, 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 maybe you might get burned out by marketing, especially if you are in too many networking groups, If the um, if you feel like you are imprisoned by the algorithm and you are you know on every single platform posting three times a day i don't know too many attorneys who do that to be honest so you know maybe it's marketing but probably not really it just comes down to people so as you're listening to this episode i want you to take a second and you can do this in your head you can draw it out on a piece of paper i usually do this on whimsical with my clients But basically, go through and sit down and create your organizational map. Let's create it in your head. Tell me what does your company look like? What does your law firm look like? It's you at the top, right? And then if you've got an attorney, that attorney reports to you. And then if you've got a call team or an admin team, they report to you. If you've got a paralegal, they probably report to you and this other attorney. Um, If you've got an office manager, if you've got an office admin, they're reporting to you. So do you get the gist of where I'm going with this? If everyone is reporting to you, that is a problem. If everyone is reporting to you and you are going to scale and add more team members who are going to report to you, then that is going to be a problem because that is what's going to burn you out and you're not going to be able to effectively scale. This is the stuff that people don't talk about when it comes to scaling. They say, yeah, go ahead, hire a bunch of people, but if they're all going to report to you, which in reality they are, if you hire a call team, the call team might report to like your newer people might report to other older people who have been there for longer but there's still going to be one or two people who report to you. If you are going to scale and grow your uh your paralegal team, guess what? You're going to have to train that lead paralegal to actually be a lead paralegal or you're going to have to pay a ton of money to actually hire an experienced lead paralegal. Or you're just going to have to do a lot of that yourself and you're going to have many paralegals, many people in their legal capacity reporting to you. So if every member on your team needs you, then that's not going to, then scaling by growing your team is not going to help you. It's going to be a fail. So here's my recommendation. My recommendation is don't add too many people all at once. I see people who grow at three and four people at a time. Like, in a two week time period, and I just look at them and I'm like, why did you do that to yourself? And the reality is that the onboarding process and the work that it takes to bring on new people is consistently underrated by lawyers. You think that you're gonna hire someone and they're gonna be up and running day two. That's not what happens. It takes so much work for you to get people to be at that level where you feel like, okay, yeah, they kind of know this stuff. Like, I don't need to check in or to micromanage or just do follow up on them. So again, if you hire people, don't hire more than one or two people each quarter. Each quarter. Okay, that's not three people in a month. Okay, don't do that. Because again, in your organizational structure, if they're all reporting to you, then that's three people who you not only have to onboard, but you also have to go through and effectively train and then you have more people answering to you and it's going to be all the little things that need to get done you've got to get their payroll information and in. you got to make sure that they're paid on time you got to make sure you know their taxes are being done you got to make sure that you know they've signed the employee handbook you know all these little little things are truly going to add up in time over time okay so if you do want to increase your revenue right let's say you want to scale your revenue so you're not just scaling your team you're going to scale your revenue if you want to scale your revenue that's only going to come from two places number one you're going to charge more so you have 50 clients instead of charging a thousand dollars you're going to charge two thousand dollars right scale that's clear you go from fifty thousand to a hundred thousand very simple math keeping it simple here now if you want to Increase your revenue. Your second alternative is to have more clients. So you keep your thousand dollars per client, and instead of 50 clients, you have 100 clients. So you either charge more going from a thousand to two thousand, or you get more clients going from 50 clients to 100 clients. You can pull both of these levers at once, but mathematically speaking, this is you know basic economics if you charge more you will have less clients sometimes very 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 few exceptions there's maybe 10 people in the world who can do this and you're probably not one of them if you charge more you'll have more clients so you start charging ten thousand dollars and instead of two clients you now have 10 clients because everyone's got some allure around the fact that you're charging ten thousand dollars maybe you know A big article came out about you, and now you're able to charge more and bring on more clients. Does not happen often. Don't think that you are this person. But just so you know that these are the two levers that you can actually pull. That's prices and more clients. So my typical feedback on this for most people is just like you don't want to add too many to your team size at once, you do not want to try to double your numbers. So don't go from 200,000 in revenue to 400,000. Don't go from a million to two million. That is a recipe for disaster. So I want you to be I want you to really listen to this. So there is a strategy here, and this is probably something that no one's told you, but if it clicks, it's going to click and it's really going to make sense. and It's going to make a difference for everything you do in your law firm going forward you want to increase your fees first the more you charge the less clients you will have and the less clients you have the less team members you're going to need to have because there's less clients to service the less team members you have the more profitability you can keep for yourself okay Again, I don't want you to grow your team first. I want you to increase your rates first. So here's where I typically get some pushback. You are mean, I've got a backlog of 40 clients. You know, I, I need to hire somebody now. You know, there's no way that we're gonna get through this. And I understand that, I really do. My pushback to that comment is always going to be, hey listen, can you stick it out for two months or three months? Don't end up increasing your payroll for a two month crazy period or a three month crazy period and then having that person on your payroll for the next eight months and things are all really slow and it's not going as fast as it was and you don't have as many clients or as much backlog because you worked through it. This happens all the time with firms. They have this big bump in new clients, and then they feel like they need new team members to service those new clients. And then they get a hit on profitability, and when I look at their numbers and their operational expenses and why they're being kept up at night, it's because they grew too fast with their people and the people on their team. It was too much and it needs to slow down. So I want you to go in phases. This is the strategy. You want to get to 300 or 200,000 first, for example. Okay, great. So you're at 200. You want to get to 300. You're going to increase your rates to get you to 300. Then after you increase rates, you're going to increase your team size. So you're doing one thing at a time, you're not pulling both levers at the same time, which is gonna burn you out, exhaust you, and you're not gonna be able to scale successfully or effectively that way. Again, we're talking about scaling sustainably. So sustainably means one thing at a freaking time, not everything all at once, because if you look at your org chart and you know all the shit's gonna come to you, then by, increasing the number of clients and increasing your team size all in the same month in the same quarter you're going to exhaust yourself you're going to be burned out you're not going to be able to go on vacation you're going to be sitting there thinking to yourself why did i do this to myself when am i ever going to be able to take vacation you're going to have all of this spill over from your business life into your work life and it's just going to be really difficult to be around you at that point so I really want you to go in phases, increase your prices, then increase your team. Don't do it all at once. Give it like a three or six month lag between each period. And when you give yourself this time, it gives you space to adapt to the new change because I want you to think about what happens when someone leaves your team. If someone leaves your team, it's like 30 or 60 days of, holy shit, what are we going to do? And then everyone adapts. It's the same thing here. You want to give yourself lag time so that you can adapt. And it's not just true for your law firm. This is true for people who intermittent fast. You know, their first couple days, they're dying. They're starving. They can't believe that they're doing this. By day four they're pretty normal they're pretty much used to this like this is a new norm why because their body has adapted as humans we're capable of adapting your team is capable of adapting don't let those first 30 or 60 days when some transition happens some change happens be the thing that you're going to call me crying about you're going to increase your rates and some clients are going to be like I can't believe you're increasing your rates. I can't afford this. I'm not going to pay for this. I'm going to go work with somebody else. All of this is going to happen. There's that discomfort. Adapt. Adjust. Give it 30 or 60 days. Give it 90 days. Then you see how many clients you have after you've increased your rates. And if you still need more team members to service those clients, then you increase it right? Don't just increase your team size first. That is not the strategy because it's never going to then give you higher profitability. And remember, when you are scaling sustainably, profitability matters more than you actually think it does it's not about the team size it's not about the revenue size it's not about the size of your client rolodex this is about doing things sustainably and if you want to be sustainable you want to keep with this level of growth you want to practice law for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you want to do this for a really long time. You want to have a successful lifestyle. You want to have a successful career. You want to be known in your community for doing this thing. You got to do it sustainably. So get to a place where you're feeling like, okay, I think I'm maxed out now with what me and my team can do. So let me increase my rates. You'll have some attrition in clients. You will adjust to the complaints about the pricing. You will get a thicker skin. And then once you're, you've adjusted to the higher prices and you're comfortable saying, yeah, I charged $10,000 for that or whatever that new price is, then you can adjust for your team and see, okay, now based on this adjustment, where do I need to go with my team? Who do I need? Do I need like a, an EA, someone who can like, run my errands for me, buy gifts for me, wrap all that stuff so that I can actually spend more time doing the legal work? Or is it that you want a paralegal to take some of the legal work off of you so that you can do more marketing, right? So just think about everything I've said in here and how important it is to scale and grow your business sustainably. I want you to be in practice for years and years. I don't want you to burn out. I see so often every single week, there's posts in these Facebook groups for attorneys. I'm burned out. I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. I'm this, I'm that. And it's almost like being a lawyer is synonymous with being overwhelmed. I don't want that for you. So build sustainably. Scale sustainably, it's possible. Listen to this episode, listen to it multiple times. Share it with your colleagues who are burned out. Ask them, did you try to grow your team and your client size at the same time? Did you do it one at a time? Did you do it strategically where you raised your prices? I see so often people increasing their team size, increasing their marketing spend, that's cha-ching, cha-ching, operating cost, and then not increasing their prices. Which means your profitability is taking a hit. Right? If you've got a dollar and you've gone from spending 20 cents on your team to spending 40 cents, that has now killed your product that has now killed your profitability. So I really want you to keep this in mind as you are going through, as you're thinking about scaling in 2024, this is all to help you for the next year. And if you are a woman on law firm and you know you want to scale and you're liking what I'm saying here and you're curious to know how I can help you scale, send me an email, nermeen at we, dot com. Thank you so much for listening into this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Oh, and if you got any value from this, please leave a review. That would mean so much to me and to the you know podcast gods out there who are uh, only promoting things that have really positive reviews. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next week.